Delaware Valley's leading news program with... Welcome Jim, into Action News. With Jim Gardner and uh, Harry Callis. Welcome into From the News, Bleeds. Very somber edition of the show. Uh, Jim Gardner has not died, world, but friends. he's getting one step closer as he's retiring <laughs> from uh, Channel 6. He's one of my heroes in all series. And by the way, I don't wish him death, uh, obviously. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you retire, you're at the end. You're in your twilight years. And Jim like Gardner are, yeah. is a treasure in this community. And when I tell you that I used to be obsessed, you're going to be shocked, Taylor. I used to be obsessed with like media, just media figures all over town because my mom, always, she always watched the news. So I was a big uh, consumer of the news. And Jim Gardner and Dave Roberts, the former weatherman over at Channel 6, were just absolutely like the father, son, and the Holy Ghost of my uh, spiritual media religion. And without Jim Gardner, I probably wouldn't be interested in having podcasts or hanging out with Taylor or anything like that. Did you, did you know that he was the inspiration for uh, Ron Burgundy? Anchorman. Yeah, I, d- I did read that. Wait, I wasn't really? sure if that yeah. was a conspiracy. I've told you oh, that, that at least 10 times over That's the past awesome. 10 years. Yeah, well, the mustache. He never remembers. You know, the mustache Vince kind of get like... I guess that's what gave it away. I never really the, put it together. The director uh, was uh, born in Philly. Okay, so cool. Born and raised. So, yeah. yeah, but seriously, in all seriousness, if we can kind of like reflect real quick before we get into the birds <laughs> about Jim Gardner and his legacy, it's just, it's a legacy the likes of which I don't think Philadelphia will ever see again as far as newscasters or media people. Um, now, listen, when Eskin retires, it's going to be a whole thing for Jim in the Northeast and Bob in Cherry Hill. It's going to be a big deal for those people. But I'm talking about universally, universally meaning Jim Gardner in Philadelphia. Has more of an impact on Philly. Than Absolutely. And he, you know, I hate when people say, oh, it's been a pleasure being in your living room. Not everyone every watches sports. But it's true. Those people were in our Not living room. Not everyone rooms. watches the news either, but still more. I'd say more people probably. But Jim Gardner is synonymous with Philadelphia and with all things Philadelphia. I, I'm just going to miss the guy, man. When you hear that song, he's, his face. When you, no, when yeah, you hear that song, you, you don't think of the, the Rascal Flats or whoever sang it. <laughs> who, who sang it, Taylor? Taylor, who's the artist? Rascal Flats? <laughs> not Rascal Flats. I don't know. I was thinking it's something Life similar. Is a yeah, no, not those guys. But seriously, you think of Jim Gardner. Yeah. And honestly. He pro- he's probably the one who sang it, honestly. And honestly, I just want to thank Jim for all, all of his years of service, uh, for his impact on my life. I thank you for your service, Jim. Both personally and professionally, he has impacted me. It was composed by Al Ham. Al Ham, yep, from the Rascal Flats. <laughs> but no, honorary but member. No, I mean, of the Rascal Rascal like, anyone have a memory of Jim Gardner? Oh, I mean, he would just always come on t- <laughs> my TV after every Phillies game. Yeah, that's true. It was the best. He'd, he'd pop up. I usually knew that after a sporting. Yeah, yeah, I knew when I was younger after a sporting event or something. I knew like when his face came on, it was my bedtime. Yeah. See, oh, there I you used go. to stay up and watch it because I just fucked with him. I it's, know. I didn't. That was fu- kind of I didn't like really Vince. give a fuck about the news. I just knew once I saw his face, it was time for bed. Vince, that was kind of like Sunday night football when we were younger. When sixty minutes came on, you're like, "Fuck." Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know, it's, like it's, it's time to it's time. It's time to go to bed. I'm already thinking about you know going to homeroom tomorrow, <laughs> not being prepared. You know, homeroom. As Taylor likes to you make see fun of me. Jim Gardner's face, and you start thinking about what homework you forgot to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> honestly, it got sad because, like, once I saw Jim Gardner's face for, like, recently, it's like, oh, somebody got murdered. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and he's going to tell me about a murder. And which is sad. Jim Gardner's face was like my Pavlov's dog. Like every time I saw his face, I got tired. <laughs> like fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> that, let's that be would, honest. That would be a really bad thing because you have a T-shirt just yeah, like I do. It, it, <laughs> let's be honest. Me and Pat both Imagine have a Jim Vince looks in the shirts. mirror at the bar and just falls asleep in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm very dude, sleepy. I'm, I'm wearing this six ABC thing. What do you call these hats? Okay. A beanie. Beanie. Skull cap. Yeah. So in honor of the of uh, Jim Gardner. So yeah, it's going to be tough. But before we move on. 
Is there any newscaster in the city where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to miss him or her? Glenn Hurricane Schwartz. I, I'm not a big Glenn Hurricane Schwartz guy. I feel like the only, their, the only their name I even know off the top of my head is like Cecily Tynan. Yeah, I mean, we like her, you know, the way she looks. Not necessarily the way Jesus she delivers Christ. the weather. I mean, I'm, I'm Al Roker. Now that is a weather person, like not for nothing. Yeah, the man is the real weather person around here. <laughs> no, a I'm woman. not saying that. No, because he has like a catchphrase. Like, Let's see what's happening around your neck of the woods. That's funny. Cecily just goes back to you, Jim. It's like the you're giving me nothing. But um, Seamus needs a performance. <laughs> That's from hell his of backpedaling there. Well, it's TV. <laughs> TV's supposed to be entertaining. I don't care if you're a goddamn you know the the Catholic channel. Entertain me. It, like like when they show Mass on EWTN, the Catholic Channel. Wow. Like why doesn't he like? Uh, dude, you're not you're not Seamus rides that high off the fun of the weather <laughs> update until like the f- the first like segment comes and it's like three murders. Well, no, I'm just saying like I I just need somebody more enthusiastic to do my weather. That's all. And, and I love Cecily. She sure. You know she's well, nice. That's why lady. Glenn was great. I mean, dude, he'd literally get up there, look like a fucking clown. It was awesome. Well, I just have a personal beef with Glenn. What? I met him at the Chili's yeah, on City Line Avenue. Before. Yeah, at the at the Chili's with City Line Avenue with my mom, and my mom's like, "Oh, there's there's the guy, the bow tie." I was like, "Yo, you know what's up?" And he was like, "Oh, hi, whatever." He goes inside. I guess they tell him there's a wait, and he storms out, and he's like, "I'm not waiting here." I was like, well, you know what? You have a problem for that? You know why I have a problem with that? He thinks, because he's the goddamn weatherman with the goddamn silly bow tie, he should be seated whenever he wants. Or, which is bullshit. No, I don't believe that. Not one second. You've never left somewhere with a long ass wait. I'm not famous. But you've but never you... left somewhere with a long ass wait because you didn't feel you've like You've done waiting. it with me before. Honestly, only because other people wanted to leave. I will wait. If, if I want to eat chilies, what if, what if I go to chilies. chilies. Well, dude, I'm not talking about Wendy's, where they're literally incompetent around here, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's literally a hellhole. Don't go to the media Wendy. Seriously, like I feel bad, but like they have one person working every goddamn time we leave this place, and sometimes it's like 7.30 at night, and they lock the dining room, and then the guy said, yeah, I'm the only one here. It's like, okay, open the you, door. You can see three other people. In like, there. why does it have to be <laughs> just the drive-thru? I can't believe this developed into a rant about <laughs> oh, it's, Wendy's. Just, uh, it's just, I don't know. I so, mean, I have a personal love for Glenn Hurricane Schwartz because okay. my fourth grade teacher was obsessed with him. Yeah. and She we, wanted to bang him. Yeah. and That's bizarre. <laughs> and my mom got him to come into our class, and he taught us about weather for an hour. I thought that was going somewhere. Else. I, <laughs> I, I, I regret to inform all the listeners that I don't have uh, as much of a... Affinity, uh, uh, yeah, because like you're normal. I don't have as much of a, a relationship with news <laughs> broadcasters. Or well, broadcasters. well, dude, you don't understand the way well, I Vince grew up. Vince was born later too. Like our parents, literally, like would, was would sit down and watch the news. They would sit down. Vince's parents were probably like, "Fuck off, we don't want to talk to you. Go, go away." Well, this was before. <laughs> by the way, this was. <laughs> I but, didn't want to watch the news. This was before it was the fake news media. Like it was actually informative back then. You know. It, it it told it told us about like what's going on in Love Park or what's going on down the shore. Like they sent like a, a reporter to go down the shore, and he's like, "Oh, we're on the Wildwood Boardwalk." And they would interview people, and Jim would be like, "Oh, I remember when I went down the yeah, shore." Yeah, I mean, I know how it's the news works. It's just fun. I've it watched. Was, I have. I was also I was also forced to watch it by my grandma whenever she came over. Grandmoms like, love the news. She'd be like, "No, you need to learn about what's going on in the yeah. world." It's like I don't yeah, want to see my, that eighteen parents, people got murdered. Yeah, last yeah. Night. I, it got worse. My parents didn't watch much of the news. Yeah, that's okay. I don't want All to right. see them like being upset when he retires, then because they're <laughs> fake fans. Let, let's just. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> I don't think I've heard. I don't think I've ever heard the words Jim Gardner leave either of my parents' mouths. Well, I mean. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, your 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 mom gets a pass because she likes the young and the restless, which is phenomenal. But I mean, if she now if Tucker Carlson ever retired, <laughs> oh God forbid. My my parents you know, will a be down there. But but real quick, before we wrap this weird segment up, yeah. um, 
listen, like we're just actually procrastinating talking about the real depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to push off the depression for as long as we can. But like the one sport, um, sports, the one uh, news anchor in Philadelphia that I will actually be almost that sad about retiring when he does is Mike Jarek. I'm a big Mike Jarek fan from Fox 29. I genuinely don't know who that is. Oh, dude, he is awesome. The only reason I know who it is is because he's so funny. He's awesome, dude. Like, I used to wake up every single day, like before I went to school, and that would start at like 5 a.m. or some early shit like that. And Mike Jarek, so weird. And Mike Jarek would be on the goddamn TV. Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, Yeah. he he is funny. Oh, he's so funny, man. Like, I love him. I don't know him by name, but like, like you, you talk about if Reese Hoskins walked in here, oh, Seamus would melt. I would melt if Mike Jarek walked in here. I would melt. I mean, I would absolutely go fanboy, like, insane if Mike Jarrett came in here. I used to tweet him all the time. When he responded to me, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, fucking incredible. But anyway, Jim Gardner. My sister knows him if you want to. Wait a minute. (laughs) Your sister knows Mike Jarrett? He worked at a boutique in Center City, and uh, And Mrs. Jarrett was a frequent there. Oh, I don't know that there's a Mrs. Jarrett. Well, somebody that was... I with heard he's a bachelor. <laughs> well, somebody that was with Mike used to frequent, used to frequent there. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, listen, I'm not saying, like, you got to do me any favors. It's the holiday season, you know. But if you can hook it up... Pay it forward, too. If you it, can hook what up? If you can hook up, like... A meeting. Like, just... Like, yeah, a meeting. Like, yeah, like, a like, melding of the minds. <laughs> have him, like, call into the podcast next week. And that would be more than... Or that would weeks, be whenever such we a disaster. No, I, I would... Lo- why? Mike Jarek and I would get along so well. <laughs> because he'd take one listen to our podcast and hear us talking about the fucking freaky shit we do. So why? Go, it's a podcast. Uh, I don't know what, if what I go on this uh, podcast. Dude, freaky shit Mike Jarek is a freak. He talks about some shit on Fox 29 News, and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe he just said that. That's why I like it. He's not like a normal, like, here's the news. He is nuts. No, he is. He's also, fucking a clown. And that's why I love him, dude. Oh, him, yeah. Would, he's would, fucking a clown. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe would, you, he, would you send him the Bill Russell episode? Yeah, dude. I think he would get a kick out of it, to be honest with you. I think he'd be like, oh, my God, Seamus, you're hilarious. I love how the Bill Russell episode is like a milestone we look back <laughs> it on. It is. Yeah. It's honestly more important than the 100th episode. Like, like this, we called him dying. This, <laughs> this, this podcast is like before and like our po- pre and post Bill Russell episode. The Bill Russell <laughs> sexcapades episode. That changed baby. me as a person, that episode. <laughs> All right. I left the studio feeling so dirty, but also like, oh my God, that was awesome. <laughs> like, you know, kind of like like a good dirty. Like, yeah, oh, I, I felt you know when you like sne- you know when you sneak out no, not that dirty. <laughs> but you know, like when you were a kid, like you would like go to the woods or something and drink beer in 20 degree weather and shit because you're with your friends and stuff when you came back and you were able to finesse like your parents didn't even see you coming home and when you wake up all hungover and they didn't even know that you're out that late that's like a dirty good feeling because it's like oh they're fucking idiots i mean i was fucking obliterated i'm 14 years old i was fucking hammered in in in, in the forest but anyway, Jim Garner, thank you for your <laughs> services. We love you. Hopefully, you can come on the show sometime so we can talk about Mike Jarrett. Oh yeah, we God. have a four, we have a fourth chair here. <laughs> we Jim. do have a fourth chair. If you're chair. looking for a new uh, career opportunity, yep. If you're looking, if you need Could something, you imagine to do? if we got him to intro the show every week. Well, dude, here's the thing. We, Ange- should, pay for, we should pay for a cameo to have him intro the show. Angelo Cataldi recently said that he was open to <laughs> like starting his own podcast. Now, not for nothing, I can introduce him into the podcasting world. Yeah, I mean, Angelo, we've already started it for you. I mean, we've, this has really all been a precursor. I want him to take the show over. He can have it. <laughs> now, welcome into From the Nose Boys, Rhea. You know, like, he could do it easily. I thought you didn't like him. 
Uh, dude, I love Angelo. Yeah, but Angelo. we're clout horse. What? I, I love Angelo. We're, we're, I, can't, I, I can't fucking stand it. I have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with Angelo, but overall, respect the body of work, and I think it's hilarious. Like, everything that he does is hilarious. We've had members of Philly sports media on previous... All the boring uh, ones. ...incarnations of this show yeah. that suck. I mean, I listen, I won't name not them, for nothing, but that's your opinion? Uh, well, I can think of... <laughs> I like him. I will plead the fifth on He's that. a good baseball guy, you know? But I either way. Either way. Him and one other one. Angelo, all right, put it this way. To, to sum this weird segment up, to, to sum it up, yeah, Jim Gardner... Put him just gushing over 60-plus-year-old well, white men. Two people that are retiring that happen to be white from Philadelphia. Is that such a crime? Two Philly legends, Taylor. Sorry, we're going to gush. I'm going to gush. You don't have to. <laughs> Wait until wait until the Eagles win the goddamn Super Bowl, okay? Phrasing. And then Angelo retires. No. We're not going to talk about anything else the whole. Th- I don't care if the Eagles just won. We're not talking. We're talking about Cataldi. I will not retiring. be present. That's that. fine. It's a solo show. Then I don't fucking need any of you. You don't have to come. Last week you didn't even show up. I can do it. <laughs> Shame it's true. Let, let Seamus produce and record. No, I will. I mean, like, let, all right, I will. Right. I'm I'm now stepping all in right, to well, wrap well, this segment. Well, up. just a warning. You keep trying. Cataldi retires. This whole thing's going to be about him. All right. All right. Anyway. <laughs> every episode? Anyway. No, just one every episode. Now you're trying to be cocky with your little Taylor. Detroit Tigers hat over Taylor's there. egging him on. <laughs> all right. All right. Somebody all right, cut right. Taylor's I'm, I'm rap. <laughs> Someone cut dun, dun. Taylor is in charge of his Oh, no. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Cut, cut your mic. Um, so here's what we've been procrastinating and like putting off talking about. Breaking. Um, can listen? Can we actually make a deal right now? Can we talk about the hurts James Harden after yeah. the game? Like, can we talk about the game first a little bit? I mean, dude. Like, I mean, there's not I much mean, to talk about. What? I know. I just, you can't just bring it up. And be like, all right, let's talk about that on, later. Hold on. No, no, no. It, it plays into the game, but like, I want to talk about like the actual game a little. First. They didn't run the ball, um, and they well, somehow won. Well, hold on. Let me say last. That's it. What was my my overall message last week? Was what that it was, this was had all the. Uh, makings of a trap, trap game. game, like it was the textbook definition of a trap game. It was, yep. But like the good thing is, is they won. Like it's a, tra- it's a. Tra- obviously, Jalen gets hurt, and that makes the whole thing a negative experience, which we'll talk about in a second. But overall, they won a trap game. Like the Cowboys lost a trap game, which was ja- extremely the, important. The, ja- the Jaguars uh, were just as much of a trap game for the Cowboys as the Bears were for us. Whereas clearly the Cowboys, who have been talking about the Eagles for the whole week leading up to that game, overlooked the Jaguars. Looking forward to us. To be fair, which is fun. Mike is the only one. Well, still, but I'm just saying it's and funny. And then Ty Hilton today throwing some it, shade. It's funny that it seemed like they overlooked us, like for like the big quote unquote big matchup of Christmas Eve. And now that matchup matters nothing because they didn't win their trap game. Right. We did. Yeah. It it just shows how the NFL. It's like. Games flip like that because there was a point in the game where the Cowboys are up big and we're losing to the Bears. And it's like, holy fuck, like now this game next week means everything. And then by the time the game ends, both of those fucking results flip. Like, can you imagine the Eagles lose and Cowboys win? Would be a disaster scenario. If Jalen had still gotten hurt in that game and we lost and the Cowboys won, yeah. uh, I'd be very fucking worried. It'd be a disaster. I mean, he would probably play. Uh, he'd have to. Yeah. But anyway, we we win a trap game, and that's awesome. The only, it's so funny because, like, my notes just took a sudden dive because I had all these, like, notes about the game, and then, like, Jalen got hurt on, like, it came out the other day, so I had to completely change everything. One of the other notes I have is just Hassan Reddick is him. He's yeah. a monster, he dude. He is so, he's so good. And b- b- that's pre- him. Pre-show, Hasim, Hasim, Hasim Reddick. The pride of Temple University. Before we came on the, the podcast. I can't believe he went there, dude. That is crazy. That football program One of sucks. us. One <laughs> of us. I would, before we even came on, I was talking about the fact that, like, I don't think he should win it because, like, you got Nick Bosa, you got even Micah Parsons. Nicky but, like, Bosa! But, like, 
Hassan Reddick should be getting like a little bit of like get a nod. DPOI. Yeah, he should, dude. Like, he's someone, a monster. Someone in the national media, like obviously, fuck them. They it means nothing. But like, someone should be like just mentioning Hassan Reddick's name in the <laughs> dude, conversation. This is Phil. He's a Philadelphia Eagle. What do you, you think ESPN's going to gush over Hassan Reddick now? When they oh, can he's gush, only, he's only good because the they entire can, defense is. Dude, talented. they would much like, rather gush over mega alpha male Nikki Bosa. He goes to Hooters, according it's, to Nick it's Adams. Also so worth, I don't know, man. It's also like, does Hassan Reddick go to Hooters? <laughs> it's also a good question to ask. Like, is Hassan Reddick has to rank like up there in the all-time like Eagles off-season signings? Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was low key, dude, probably our best one this offseason. Think about how crazy this is. I like Brad, Bradbury, CJ, what? GJ. Yeah. Signing, I'll, signing, not yeah. trade. Okay. Uh, oh well, no. Listen, I was gonna say, even with as good as AJ Brown has been, it's fair. I would not. Kill anybody for saying Hassan no, Reddick's yeah. been a bigger addition to the no, team. No, dude, he he was it's huge, up man. There. They're pretty on par like, right now. Like Hassan honestly. Reddick's impact on defense so far. Did, did has you been expect insane. Hassan Reddick to be like this good? I, I, I was honestly him, no, no. I expected nah. him to be good because I didn't think he was going to be this good. I was through, expecting him to fall off. A how many bit games are we honestly? through right now? Really? We're through what fourteen games? Yeah. He has twelve sacks. Yeah, he's amazing. I tell you what, Javon Hargrave, he's also he's also a monster. That that actually that BG. leads me into this next note. The Eagles BG's are always been, the Eagles you know, are about to be the, the first team in NFL history with four players with ten plus sacks. With Reddick with twelve right now, Hargrave with ten, Sweat with Josh Sweat with nine and a half, and uh, BG with eight and a half. And to think they're only thirteen and, and one. And keep in mind, you know, a lot of the discourse around record breaking now is like, oh well, there's an extra game. These guys are probably going to break that record within the normal yeah. NFL. Oh, they, yeah, absolutely. There's no season. doubt about that. Like, they're definitely on pace for. They were. They would be on pace for that anyway. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, th- and again, not to. I'm not going to uh, hit this too much, but like again with the Jonathan Gannon shit, like clearly he's doing something. Oh yeah, I, I give him all my apologies. I know we Listen, talk we talk shit on here. Listen, I I know like we were right at the time for criticizing him, especially after yes. the Washington Commanders he's game. Still, obviously, he still does, he still does. He still he still has tendencies that are annoying, like the soft coverage. Yeah, but you you don't look, look at look at the, look at the <laughs> Eagles' <laughs> defensive right body of work the, all season. You're looking at that one, and I get that that's a big con and it's an annoying one to watch in real time. Mm-hmm. But like especially the, when you have your a billion yes. mil, like a million what was it forty million list, dollar cornerback getting burned by the list of pros is so much longer than the list of cons Absolutely. at the moment. I, I, uh, yeah, Gannon. no doubt. We're we're number one in the league in turnovers. We're number I, I keep forgetting where we are with sacks, but we're like either one or two or three. Like we are one of the best defenses. There's in the no whole doubt league. about it. And and by the way, he's probably like not going to be here next year anyway. So it's like. What My was thing also though is what I was just, the point in even firing him? Like, what would be the point in firing him? No, well, we wouldn't fire him. Fire he, him. He would get no, no, no. I know, but like, there were but people in the city that were saying fire Gannon. I think oh, it's. Yes. I think it's more along the lines of they're just very talented rather than him being sure. A but DC. like a defensive coordinator could also fuck up yeah, even, definitely. even a defense but I think with a lot of talent on it. Letting them play. Yeah. Well, this is why my opinion has always been like, I'm not going to give them too much credit because it's the players. But you got to give them too much blame. But you have to give like, in my opinion, like. You have to give like the same energy, you know what I mean? Like if oh, they yeah. if they do poor, I mean Gannon obviously has to be criticized. If they do well, he partly deserves I mean, credit. What have the Eagles' really bad defensive performances this year been? The Lions, Washington. the Lions have clearly shown that they are one of the best offenses in the yeah. leagues. You can't even blame them for that. Washington was number one, and then like we even came on this podcast again when we let up thirty three points to the Packers and said like. That's more on like the overall the turnovers, the field position that the special team yeah. is given. So like 
two bad defensive performances the whole year, really. Like, that's that's pretty much what it was. Cardinals game. They didn't they didn't finish drives, but they gained a lot of yeah, yards. Yeah, that Cardinals game, I thought it was definitely good. Well, I, they won on a field I goal, for, right? I kind of A missed field goal. A missed field goal, yes. yeah, That I'm game sorry. was very By, uh, forgettable. By Matty Amendola. Yeah, that game goat. was so forgettable. The goat. So, like, Philadelphia legend. He's right up there with Jim Gardner. We're talking about, like, a couple bad defensive performances over the whole year and, like, mostly amazing defensive play. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I I'll bow down at the altar of uh, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, I'm, I'm, still not I, I, I'm ready, man. If, <laughs> only, ta- no, if his defense is going to take us to the goddamn Super Bowl, the only, if he takes me to the Super Bowl, no. build a statue. The only victory lap I'm doing as far as people higher up in the Eagles and the only altar-serving besides of the church that you have to do <laughs> is, serving. is for uh, Howie Roseman. Get Howie, the lube. Howie Roseman deserves all the flowers. Yeah, yeah I know, and Nick Sirianni I know that Vince, grew those flowers. Vince, I'm talking about the on-field coaching staff. Yes. I think Jonathan oh. Gannon did a better job this year than Chris Steichen. I'm just saying. Shane Steichen. Shane Steichen. I'm just saying that, like, the same... You know how you said it's keep Chris. that same energy? Father Chris is on my mind when he said altar serving. <laughs> you know how you said keep that same energy for uh, the people that hated on Jonathan Gannon? I still don't know why you said altar serving, but go I, I don't know. Because okay. you saw him at the altar. Bowing at the altar. Bowing at the altar. <laughs> Sorry. No incense involved. Um, and again, Sunday. <laughs> anyway, people... It's the same thing with Howie. And peop, more people have admitted they're wrong about him, but, like... Well, I mean, I don't think people see, wanted Vince, him gone. Vince, here's the disconnect. The best I, GM in football. No, but real quick, here's the disconnect I think you have with like the the Howie slanderers is that you you are mad at people that are still hung up on the Justin Jefferson thing and oh my and God. and the it poor, was admittedly very bad. Oh, but okay, one mistake. But but that is why people he that left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths that they still aren't over I, with Be, because they look at Justin Jefferson every week in the highlights and they're like, oh fuck yeah. Howie Roseman. Which dude, I'm way past that. We have AJ Brown, we have Devontae Smith, who's a rising star in this league. I'm not worried about it. Jordan but Davis. I, but I do understand. I'm talking about receivers because we dude, were talking about Justin Jefferson. But yeah, Jordan Davis, all, obviously. Listen, you can make the comments about how just how bad Rager over Jefferson was. It was horrible. I've never. I will never defend it. It was one mistake, though. But I think that's but, why people. But did he or did he not make up for that draft by taking the franchise quarterback in the next round? There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's completely like, yeah. Oh, he also mi- up until literally probably a draft that draft, if not after that draft. Also, was the Andre one of the worst draft. The, the Andre GMs the, the Andre Dillard the, selection like, was kind of suspect NFL. too. Uh, yeah, Andre Dillard. I mean, Derek I Barnett. think who was on the board. I think Jerry Judy or some <laughs> shit was like right after Andre. Yeah, but right, Andre let's, let's let's point out the perfect drafting GM. Right, doesn't exist. No, right. Right. But, but, but like how he was but very mid. That shouldn't even yeah. be an For argument. That time. shouldn't even be a counter argument, Taylor. Because we we can o- we only judge in this city our people. We only judge Daryl Morey, Chuck Fletcher, Dave Dombrowski. And Howie Roseman, because that is what that is our reality. That is our world. So of course everything is go- everything they do is going to be under a microscope. And when you make that much that big of a mistake, which it was a mistake, and I'm you know whatever, not from everyone makes mistakes. Okay, which I agree. Wh- where is the it's, perfect? It's a lot harder than where where can is the, I know oh, where is the perfect dr- drafting GM that uh, we probably have the best. Like seriously, but I, I'm just saying like people are still turned off. Uh, to Howie Roseman because of that. Yeah, I mean, and then what was it? Is it warranted? Was it, I don't think so Was it so two anymore, drafts ago? Like, we got Jordan Mailata, who's, like, your franchise ta- left tackle. He got like, the good offense. That, that was a deep cut. He was in, like, yeah. the sixth or seventh round. Yeah. Uh, sixth round, I think. Like, From New I, Zealand. I, I give more credit to Jeff Stalin for any O-line. Yes. Yep. Like, Stalin <laughs> University. Like, that's that's all him. I'm just saying, <laughs> but I, yeah. I think that that has given him a reputation for being a worse drafter than he really is. And like you just said, no one looks outside of Philly. So, like, you're, the draft picks we miss on are, like, in our face. You see them and all that. And they're overly like, analyzed. There's... 
look at any other team in the NFL. They all miss. If you, the if only point I was you trying miss. to make, the only point I was trying to make is that he was not very no. good for years before he got got good, and that's why a lot of older people, especially, have a very very bad taste in their mouth from how he's, he's like Geno Smith. But he's also been here for so long, and I think people... That's the other thing. And he also used to carry himself I like just a complete yeah. and total ass. Oh, absolutely. I, also like, just, I don't know if you really remember that, because like, obviously you're younger. I'm not trying to be a dickhead or anything, but like, he used younger. to... I know, but like he, like he really younger. used to be a douchebag. No, let, let's keep like lecturing, huge let's keep lecturing Vince. Yeah. <laughs> now, Vince, here's why Howie's Wait, bad. The, the, he used Howie to Roseman, just piss me off Howie every Roseman single fucking... Also, like, he also... I mean, I know you just said you credited it all to Stoutland, but he also drafted Lean Johnson. Yeah, which was a big dub. That's... Well, whatever, with the Ertz, you know. Take it or leave it. Zach Ertz is a franchise. I don't get. I don't want to have this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm over. All right, I'm out. Anyway, I'm moving. I, don't I wanna, am out on this. I'm not getting stuck on Howie. But we Just talked about the defense, team. and they did their thing. They played pretty well. Justin Fields is very good. Uh, the Bears finally. I, mean, I think the listen, Bears finally he, found their for guy. a quarterback with like zero weapons at this point. They're not even yeah. using the guy from Pittsburgh. I don't even know where he is. Like, is he? He was hurt. Or it, he was okay, hurt. but like even when he was playing, he wasn't even getting. Yeah, he wasn't I, I don't sure. know what's going the on. The Bears over there. are. A they're mess. they're a disaster. And, and they have not for nothing. I don't think the, what's his name uh, Claypool. I don't think he's all that good anyway. No, so so he doesn't. <laughs> so Justin Fields has zero like zero weapons at all. He except for his legs. Which obviously you saw his first touchdown Dude, run was he, fucking unbelievable. He already he has a thousand yards rushing this season, and like they didn't even use him for like uh, five weeks. Do you think I'm crazy f- for saying that? I think that he has the makeup to, um, and the work ethic from everything I've read to make not necessarily the same leaps that Jalen made this year. But I think next year if they get him some weapons, I think he's yeah. going to be very good. Fields, he's Fields, a good quarterback. Fields' ceiling is way higher than Jalen's. Oh, it probably. Uh, oh it's yeah, n- it's I, not I would even ag- close. No, yeah, I would agree with that. It's just, it's but, but I'm saying, like, but I'm saying, yeah. is he going to jump that as high as Jalen did next, like from one season to the I next? I honestly don't. I don't even, know. I don't even think he needs to necessarily make a big jump. It's just Th- like they you need said, to get they him need, weapons. They need to get they, him weapons. They need to draft. I don't know how they are with drafting. I don't know. They need to beef up that defense because that defense fucking. Their defense is bad and it's very injured. They also have a coach with a weird name, Eberflus. Yeah, yeah, I don't man, like Eberflus. that. I don't, I don't they like it. should have brought Chewy on for this episode, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, seriously. <laughs> Doesn't that name Eberflus? give off bad vibes? Oh, it's it does. You, if, if you make it like to like a, a high pro, like a, he's a high-profile person, yeah, NFL head coach, you have to change your name. Like, you have to, <laughs> like, just call me, like, Flushy or, like, that's a little Flushy? better. Flushy? Flushy's a li- I, That's the best thing you can come up with? I think Flushy's a little better than Eberflus. Flutie. Every time, Flutie. Every time uh, Joe Davis was like, and Eberflus. I'd start going. The play calling of his life. What's his first name? Eberflus? Matt. Go, Matt, I would just, I would, like, like Seal, I would go by one name. Would you go I Coach would be, I would <laughs> would you, Matt? Would you go Coach Matt? Yeah, I'd just be Matt. What do you think Justin Fields calls? Flushman? Coach Doc. <laughs> I, I don't uh, yeah, know. <laughs> Hopefully, just coach. No, but seriously, I, I was impressed by Justin Fields. Justin Fields, very good. He's going to carry my fantasy team to a championship. I, I think I'm going to draft him as my quarterback next year. Going to go outside my comfort zone. You got to make sure that they uh, actually get, get some, some weapons. weapons first. Yeah, see how the offseason goes. TBD. <laughs> see how the offseason goes. I'm uh, staring at another four win Chicago Bears season. But <laughs> anyway, now it's time to talk about the much more consequential side of the ball, which was the offense. So yeah, the Kelsey's offense. Kelsey's got to go. The, off- <laughs> the offense came out super slow. I mean, it was like freezing fucking cold there. Yep. And let's J- just. Jalen said his hands were numb. Yeah. yeah. Let's just call this what it was. Going to walk in I'm box, sure this man. is what most of the conversation is going to be about outside of the injury. Um, we've been huge. Fa- the whole city is huge fans of Sirianni. We all love him. We all think he's great. Sirianni. And he's not wow. directly responsible because Sirianni. Shane Steichen is also responsible. But you mean Chris Steichen? The. I wrote my notes. This was like the first week I feel like they didn't do what the defense was giving them. 
yeah. and also the weather. Like the de- the Bears defense is one of the worst rushing attacks in the whole entire league. You, you know what I would do? Like like I've no like coaching experience at any level. Um, if I'm going into that game knowing that their defense is horrible, especially against you know the run, I would run the ball. Especially I, I, I have a running back who's especially in that weather who's having a career year. Yeah, I mean Jalen threw two picks because like a, a number of things. Probably, which, by the way, probably somewhat, well, they, they genuinely couldn't get the run game. Going which by the way, game. they took them up to. I mean, they were they were five picks on the year more than the line of scrimmage or a yard. Miles every didn't time have they a carry until. Oh, no, I know, I know, but they when they did run, it was just a well, standstill. Yeah, but you wasted a quarter not establishing yeah. the run. No, it, Miles it was didn't have his first carry until like there were six minutes left in the half or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was so deep into the second it, quarter. It, it made absolutely no sense because, like I said, Jalen threw two picks uh, based off elemental stuff and his hands being numb and probably just, you know, a little bit of bad decisions. Which, by the way, took him it, up it to happens. how many grand total in the year? Five. five? I'm pretty sure Mahomes had, what, three in one game? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So um, I, I don't want to hear it. But, like, it just, I don't know why they went in with the attack that they did and like said like this is going to be a pass heavy game and then on top of that and this is the main part about it that people are getting on them they had Jalen Hurts run the ball like 17 times yeah mm-hmm. now how many of those are RPOs that Jalen decides and how many of those are just scrambles that that is what it is and you can't control that as coaches but like the designed runs man we talked about it a which couple you weeks know ago. you know quite a few of them were designed they runs. need there was only I Deadass, I think there was only like four or five designs. Well, then Jalen's like got actual hit, design. Jalen's got to hand the ball to Miles. In a, in a game like that, you genuinely should have zero design runs for. Yeah. Jalen I, I totally agree. Like, like none. I totally that agree. weather, that team. Why Not even only that, take the you're, risk? You're this far into the season, right? You're you're so deep into the season. Yeah. Why would you want to risk him getting hurt? Period. I don't care what the weather Dude, is. You're not having that that many ru- like the, design runs like that. Listen, obviously, with, with the outcome of this game unknown, the Cowboys game still presented a huge challenge. But the Eagles' biggest challenge, like going into this uh, Bears game, was to get to the playoffs healthy. Like that is yeah. legitimately their number should have should be their number one concern. And Which I'm, I'm with, not gonna say it wasn't. With but. the amount of hits that Jalen took, like hard hits that Jalen took, it was not. I mean, listen, yeah. and obviously, it ended up. Uh, Biting you, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just not worth it this late into the season. We're just lucky we won that game because mm-hmm. if we didn't, this we would have been in a bad. We're singing situation. a different tune right now. I mean, we're still lucky the Cowboys lose, but like, it's still a lot of a different conversation because now you only need to win one of your next three. Obviously, Jalen, which I don't care who's under center. I, I think Jalen, you're, you're beating the yeah. Saints or the Giants. I think Jalen will. De- I think the whole like uh, he might play on Sat- Saturday thing is kind of posturing. I don't. Think yeah, he I don't. Will. I don't think he goes Saturday. Um, uh, I don't. It's just kind of like I, the, I wouldn't start. I think Saturday. they're just trying to keep the Cowboys on their toes. It is what it is. Um, but you open up. Uh, the other two games is like a possibility he plays. Obviously, if he plays against the Saints and they win, then you can rest them because that Giants game means nothing. But like, we're probably gonna win. We're we're going to win. I I said in the podcast, I went on rec- or uh, I said in the group chat, I went on record saying if we lost all three of the last games, I would uh, jump off a building or something like that. Yeah, but wouldn't that I, be? I, I gave my word. Wouldn't so. that be such? And a that's Philadelphia, why I'm now rooting for them to lose all three. But, games. but wouldn't that be such a Philadelphia <laughs> cursed thing to happen? That. The quarterback goes down again, yeah. except this time they lose out, and then somehow Minnesota wins three in a row, Listen, or somehow yeah. uh, Dallas wins three in a row. In a in a way, or San Francisco. In a way, we got lucky based off what it could have been. Like that mm. could have it could have been a broken collarbone. Like, yeah, it could have been like and by a the shoulder way, sprain is relatively like getting out like with a sigh of relief. Absolutely, it could have I been also a lot think worse. it's just kind of like I don't think it's as serious as everybody thinks it is. I think it's literally just like his shoulders a little sore. And they just want to hold him out this week because why not? 
No, I, I think that like he definitely got bagged up. It is so yeah, funny. I mean, a little you, you took up, you, but you saw also, the, the hits also, that he took. I know, but he also went back out there and led a game-running drive. Well, it's adrenaline. Well, through, you know, like, fucking adrenaline. Crazy. Let's adrenaline. <laughs> Let's talk. Adre- <laughs> adrenaline. Sitting, after sitting out for another entire Bears drive, Adre- nah, I don't know. Adrenaline is still kicking in at that point. Shift back into the Sirianni. I think he was nicked up a little. The bit. coaching stuff. Like, what? What's your guys like take on that whole situation? Because for me, like. Yes, like Jalen is going to run or he's going to pull the ball in those RPOs or scramble like when he wants to and it's not a designed run. First of all, like I said, they should be doing zero design runs in a game like that. But like even with the runs that they don't call, like sometimes you got to protect a player from themselves. Like they'll want to play through mm-hmm. anything. They'll want to do anything it takes, well, you know, especially the, a guy especially like Jalen. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like the coach's job is to protect. Yes. Protect the you player from himself. To, you, as coaches, you need to tell him, like, stop fucking doing that. Right. Like, stop. Stop it. Or, like, really avoid. I know he's usually amazing at avoiding hits. He's one of the best, which is why people said his running was so sustainable because he was great at getting out of bounds. He was great at getting down. Yada, yada, yada. But, like, during that game on the sideline at some point, like, in the first, second quarter, you got to be like, dude, like, chill. Like, no, I absolutely, relax. I absolutely, and I don't know like what conversations were had on the sideline. Like we weren't oh, yeah. there, so like for all we know, they they were saying that, right? And but J- but Jalen either went with his gut or whatever. Like, dude, listen, you have to, as coaches, like you said, uh, protect protect your players. Your franchise QB, who is literally the front runner for MVP in many people's eyes, um, except for the national media. I mean, the, the MVP thing isn't done. If he misses one game, I, it's not over. But here's the thing, like, per, like pers- personally, if Gardner Minshew goes out on Saturday and the Eagles beat the Cowboys and lock up the one seed, it, I, d- I don't start Jalen until the playoffs. I, I just don't. Because he can get he can like get reps in at Novacare. He he can do all that. He doesn't need game action. Or put him in for for a quarter or something against the Giants or some shit. Yeah, I actually I don't know, just I, to get used to getting hit again or something. But you mentioning I, the media made me think you were about to say uh and I would have agreed with this point. I thought you were about to say if Gardner goes out there and beats the Cowboys, it yeah, is going it to too. be Unbearable, but, but do, with the but do, Jalen Hurts a system, is a system, system quarterback. But do, which, by the way, thank you, Micah Parsons, for that fire nickname for Jalen. The system. But but do I you do you like agree with that? Like, if Gardner Minshew beats the Cowboys, what is the point? I agree. In, I don't, in starting eh, in a game that means nothing. No, I know I the Saints game with the draft pick. I don't care. No, dude. no, no. I totally agree. I was just gonna say, kind of more in reference to what Vince was talking about. Uh, the Gardner stuff. If we go out and win that game, it's not going to be because of him. It'll be because we run the ball. Well, no, but it, but, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, that's our what I'm just saying. It's like our defense and running the ball there, is going to miss that game. There is a very, I'm not. A fa- I'm not a fan of Gardner Mitchell at all. There's like, a very. I, I think he's horrible. There's a very bad Seriously. statistical like statistical like crossover with this this game because uh, Dak Prescott, I think like has leads the league or some shit like that in like second quarter interceptions. And the Eagles have like the best second quarter, like they're the best second quarter. They're team the best in yeah. the NFL, but they're the best so, like, offensive. Second for some reason, like the the Eagles could like randomly run away with this game in the second quarter because like Dak gets picked off. No, they, they definitely could. I mean, listen, Dak, Dak Prescott has been bad. Dak has played yeah. like shit. Like I, uh, I th- he's a fraud. I, I know that like the Cowboys fans got mad like earlier in the year about Cooper Rush, but like he was was he bef- coming into that Eagles game, he was like. Dang it. Coming in, say it. I'm not saying no. Say I'm not saying it. it. I, I would rather face do it, Vince. Pres- I would rather face coming, Prescott than Cooper going Rush. Into yes. that, going into that game, Cooper Rush was undefeated, right? I think that we yes, were his first was. loss. And by the way, the Eagles barely won that we game. Were, we were his only loss. You remember right? that? Yeah, we were his only loss. Yeah. But like, 
what I'm trying to say is like. It's not oh, like, I know what you're trying to say. It's not like Dak came in and like is like, oh my god, you really notice a huge difference in quarterback play here. I think he's a fraud. I think he's a nice quarterback. That's I don't, your th- boy. I don't like, think he's anywhere near like, elite. No, that's your boy. It's, so, f- it's so funny watching <laughs> Deshaun na- Watson used to be my boy too. It's, it's very funny watching oh, the national media no. white knight for uh, Dak like Prescott him. and be like. Well, that that game-inning interception wasn't his fault. It went off the hands of a receiver. It's like, well, what about the other interceptions he threw in the game, <laughs> allowing the Jaguars to get back in it? Well, dude, he's a, like I said, dude. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's he's fine. fine. He's he, not great. He's not he, elite. I'm. He's not he, worth. I his am contract. so comfortable in saying he is on the same tier as whatever guy other guys fall in here. I go but Kirk I th- Cousins. I was. I go Kirk. The, Cousins. I was about to say he's that. Seriously, on that tier. I, I literally I say yeah. Kirk Cousins. I don't know who else falls there listen, exactly, but give he's Dak on. give Dak weapons like he has in Dallas. He's got great weapons yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, I, I multiple weapons. I like the Cowboys, man. Not for like I think that's a good team. Like seriously, let, we could be objective. The I mean, Cowboys, CD Lamb, the is Cowboys amazing. have a good offense. Stephon Diggs, though, on the other side is uh, Trayvon Diggs is is literally hitter. I like it's. I, I'm not too impressed with him Trey, either. Can I? Can it's I it's a, feast or famine with that comment guy. about Trayvon Diggs. I I know overrated. That it was, it was, no, yes, but I go a, extremely I'm, overrated. I'm sure it was also kind of tongue in cheek, and like people would push back on this Cowboys fans. In that game two weeks ago, so who did yeah, they? With the when uh, when Trayvon Diggs like wrestled an interception away from his teammate, and then like immediately after the game went on Twitter to tweet like, "Guys, I had the ball first. Like credit me with that interception." Yeah. Wow. Like. I, like, I don't like, like that. Like I, I don't know if he meant it in like a funny way. He, he definitely meant it in a funny way. But it just comes off yeah. like leaves a what bad is, like, taste in your like, mouth. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't like that. I, I, listen, I, also like Micah Parsons is that defense. He's also overrated because he like he's literally the definition of hit or miss because he's either gonna jump her out and get an interception or he's gonna get he, burned he is, so bad. He is feast or famine. He, I'm pretty sure he let up the most yards ever by a cornerback last year. year, and he had the most picks though. He <laughs> did comment MVP on Jalen's pick. True, and for that I applaud him. Yeah, because that's because they were teammates. Yeah, no, I yeah, hope that's not. Boys. I hope that's not doctored. <laughs> to that picture. It's not, no, it's, it's true. Not. I don't know. I didn't do my. I due went and checked his. Oh. Went and they were they were teammates in college. Right. Yeah, I know that. Boys. But good for him. But seriously, I, listen, I'm not afraid of them. I, I think offensively they're no. they're they're fine. Like, listen, I am really at the point. Lamb is a, a star. He's a stud. But we um, have we have good great cornerbacks. And I think honestly, what's saved them a lot this year is Tony Pollard. Oh like yeah. His emergence this year as, as like RB one, a legit RB one <laughs> for them. And Zeke's like total decline at age what twenty seven? Hey, but twenty six for the, oh, for the role that he's fulfilling right now. Like Zeke is a good option. At Dude, he's, yeah, but he's, getting he's your red zone. Yeah, uh, but oh, he, run the ball in two yards. He's getting paid more than almost oh, yeah, every dude. other running back in the he, fucking dude, NFL be in to be a third prime. down back. When you account for money, yeah, it's bad. But I'm saying like just. On field play, like in his role, like I would take Zeke Elliott as an RB two. Sure, hundred percent. Sure, but like here's the thing, I'm pretty sure Zeke literally said, "Yeah, Tony's like the the number one back." Like, dude, like, w- like what I mean, kind that's of an attitude just is that? Him yeah, I mean, no, but it should be him honest. saying, "Like, I should be the man." Yeah, but at this point, look at my no. track record. Look at Tony Powers' track yeah, record. But he knows. Why no, would you do that as a teammate? Because that's I don't how know. you fuck up a team. Because and that's, I always thought Ezekiel Elliott was a goddamn look competitor. Back, look back at Terrell Owens. What happened with him? I'm, I'm just upset. No, because no, no. But Zeke think about my favorite running back. Donovan McNabb was a whiny baby. Many, many years. This guy still check. What's that? I said this check still get cash. I think you said it backwards the I first did, time, first but that's time. okay. You can, you can go ahead and cut that. But seriously, getting back to real quick, the tier of quarterback that Dak actually is by watching these games. I don't. I'm not like Vince Quinn, who like he literally sat down a couple weeks ago and watched every single Cowboy game. Which God bless him, he's <laughs> doing some scouting, which I respect. But um, I, I didn't do that. Just like every Cowboys game that I've seen, it's like, all right, listen, Kirk Cousins has weapons. 
Kirk Cousins is what eleven and f- four now, eleven and mm. or whatever the hell they are. With like, it's so with, crazy that they with have that weapons, record. and that's why I think you can compare those two. Kirk Cousins can also go out there and throw seven picks and shit the bed. Kirk Cousins so, and we've is seen having Prescott do Kirk that. Cousins is having an objectively ten times better season than Dak. Prescott no, I also. mean, there's no question. I, like, I get Dak like, missed some time. Kirk, Kirk, not for nothing. Kirk Cousins is still mid as hell, but like yeah. he's played fine. I would not attribute most of their losses to him. No, absolutely not. It's, yeah, their no. defense is pretty fucking awful. Yeah, and like. Not for nothing, he did lead them on like a fucking thirty-three point comeback. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, which poor, poor. How do you Matt go Ryan. down? No, but how do you go down thirty-three to nothing in the first place oh, against that team? Don't get me wrong, they're still in the first half. In the first half, like in the first half, I don't even, I don't even say give them the, the the Vikings credit for that. No, you don't go down thirty-three points. They're still to frauds. Matt Ryan and that <laughs> horrible team. They're still frauds because of that, but like, but how did Pat Mahomes lose to them? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so fun, not to go on like a whole Colts tangent here, but how funny How it. funny is it that like Frank Reich had the record for largest comeback in NFL yes. history. They fire him, and then the year that he gets replaced with a fucking talk talk show Former ESPN. Alignment. Yeah, like an ESPN. <laughs> that would be like if uh, Gargano wants well, to go coach the Eagles. They replace him, and the guy, never played for the, the guy. Nah, come on. The guy, the guy they replace him with lets up a lead so large that it the guy who... The other coach, Kevin O'Connell, dethrones Frank Reich as the largest <laughs> comeback ever. It's crazy, man. Because the guy the Colts replaced him with blew a huge fucking lead. How also, hap- also yeah. Matt Ryan. Yeah, uh, just Matt oh, Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan. Dude, dude, how, happy, to zero. how happy do you think Nick Sirianni was after that game? I guarantee you he was Oh, thrilled. ecstatic. He was probably thrilled. Ecstatic. He was probably doing jumping jacks. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> to see that? That yeah. disaster? He probably looks at uh, a Saturday like he's a, like he's a fucking more like fraud, dude. I mean, could, <laughs> no, because like, he is. Can we literally imagine though? Like Matt Ryan already has twenty three to or twenty whatever it was twenty three to three or twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. Yeah. Sorry, and now he's got thirty three zero. That's too. just mm-hmm. that's incredible. God, I think he needs to, he needs to hang him up. It, I think the, go, the, dude. the best part about that game though was listening to the announcers at like before half and at half. They're just like, man, like Jeff Saturday is just this leader of men. These guys play for oh, yeah. him. He well, is that's, wow, I that's can't one of their believe, coworkers. See? I can't believe that they came out and they're doing this to one of the best teams in the NFL. It's one of and his colleagues. What that's one and of And then what happens? The, it was just the press the narrative. Will always blow him. Whoop. No, but the, the narrative just completely flipped. Yeah, I know. But it was I, like, is Jeff Saturday the guy? Yeah, like, I know. Instantly. But dude, he, like you'll see. He's I, never been the you'll, guy. You'll see, I know. You'll see Scott Van Pelt on on Sports Center sometimes go, you know, like uh, you know, he's doing a good job with this team. And it's like, no, he no. isn't. No, he during isn't. that game, the most He was a better adult. During that game, the most annoying thing and the like the go to joke was Oh my God, Jeff Saturday <laughs> on a Saturday. Yeah, and then the best actor oh was, Oh, he's gotta up. change his name. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'll tell you what, as soon as that happened, as soon as he was hired. First of all, I remember I sent it in the group chat. I was like literally laughing. I, I mean, I was, it was laughing. I, I, cra- I thought it was fake news. I thought <laughs> I got ball sacked. I th- ball or sacked. I thought I, ball sack sports was tweeting that shit out. And no, it was real. It's like Donald ball Trump sports running my, for president. Ball, How is that real? Ball sack sports is my most random follower. Like they follow. They me. follow you, dude. <laughs> I don't know why. Get them on the show. Get them on from the nosebleeds. I want to learn how to sack people. All right, I'll try. I, I gotta. I gotta learn how to sack from but the ball sack. I, from, from the ball sack. I'm. I'm so like confident now in saying the only team in the NFC that like. I wouldn't even say I fear them, but like I f- guess I'm saying that like Purdy. is the Niners. Purdy. But like at this, but like that's the thing though. He's so Purdy. I, I don't fear him. He will. I fear their defense. You, I'm the best QB in the league, like, bro. Brock Sember. He's the next Peyton. If you think that Brock Purdy is gonna walk into the link in like in the Brock NFC UA, Championship beware game, beware of what you he say. He does not. Vince. No, 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 no. He He's does not. not win one playoff game. Does not. There is no Ooh. way. 
I, I don't care. I don't well. care who he has. I don't care. Debo's back. CMC. CMC does his thing. Don't give a fuck. Brock Purdy will figure out a way to not live up to the bright lights of a playoff game in the NFL. Don't care about your weapons at that point. Just like, and I will be consistent, Kirk Cousins ain't coming into the lake and lighting shit up either. You know what I mean? Like, he will fold like 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 a beach chair, lawn chair. He will collapse. He will explode into a million pieces. And because he's not built for that. Can Dak Prescott's not built for that. Uh, 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 Brock Purdy's not built for that. And certainly Kirk Cousins aren't built for the NFL, especially in somebody else's house. So who's Who winning a playoff? playoff? Who's winning a playoff game in the NFC? Then? I, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> no one. All right, just, let, let's just, just go. The Eagles. Yeah, just the Eagles. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, obviously mid-quarterback versus mid-quarterback. One of the mid-quarterbacks is going to win. In Philadelphia, not one mid-quarterback Hopefully not Gardner Minshew is involved in this, but not one mid-quarterback is going to win at the link in the playoffs. It's also so predictable. I I just, just feel, not I feel in my bones Tom Brady will upset the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs. He uh, just I has, just, though. The Bucs have had it, the Cowboys Dude, for the last I can, years. Like, I'm not even saying he's this. Cooked. Trying, I'm not trying no, to be the, biased. The Bucs have the Cowboys can, number. Bro. He's cooked. Tom Brady. They beat them the first Tom, game of this year and the first Tom Brady, game of last year. Tom Brady is undefeated him. in his career. I, 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 don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't trust Tom the, Brady. The Bucs still have to win their division. Yeah, still I know. Which, but let's be honest. Panthers? Can I? No, dude. Can can we talk about? I want to talk about a fucking because it stems from Brock Purdy, like a stupid media narrative. Like everyone in the national media, what has the thing been for the last week to shit on Jalen Hurts and say he's a system quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yet simultaneously, Brock Purdy has he's gotten Tom his, Brady. Tom Brock Purdy has gotten his dick sucked clean Ugh. by every fucking. I, I've always liked Brock Purdy. By Iowa State legend. Every media member has been sucking him on every show and during every game he plays. And not, no, not this show. Not anyone has stopped to say the same fucking criticisms they have of Jalen Hurts about Brock Purdy. No one's mentioning his weapons. No one's mentioning he is the best offensive coach probably in football. No one's mentioning any of that. He's just the next Tom Brady. Whereas well, Jalen Hurts is just completely a product of his system. Like, I don't, again, I don't like, I know that I am this guy, but I don't like to be all the time. <laughs> It's comp- it's getting to the point where it's just fuck. It is racist. Mm-hmm. Like it feels fucking racist. I, I think it's com- it's a combined. It's uh, definitely racial things there, and also him playing for a Philadelphia franchise does not help his case. It just fe- it's it's the same criticism people have of most black quarterbacks. Like again, I'll always use Lamar as an example because Lamar. Well, Pat Mahomes, to be fair, is praised. Well, Patrick Mahomes and sucked. I, I, I don't. Not, I don't. And blown. He barely fucking counts. Like let's be honest. <laughs> Whoa! I knew that was coming. Like, I knew that was coming. Oh boy! Is is? <laughs> do you think Patrick Mahomes is like uh. the same like on the same tiers like Lamar Jackson as far as like getting disrespected like that? No, because he doesn't get disrespected. Well, yeah, he, he he gets constantly blown. Tip-toes. Like every goddamn commercial is Pat the State Farm. Oh my God! Why? That's yearning for the days of didn't Peyton do Pat it? Pat Mahomes is probably or, the uh, only, Aaron Rodgers. He probably somebody used to do it. Pat Mahomes probably is the only accepted black quarterback. Well, I would. I mean, yeah. Other than that, which one of them gets any credit for anything? Randall gets some credit in Dak. the NFL right now. Oh, Dak, right now. We just got done saying Dak fucking sucks. That's because he does. But like, well, he's horrible though. But, but listen, he's on the Cowboys, Lamar, and that's America. Lamar team. Jackson has statistically, he's been better than Josh Allen. No, I'm not. In, dude, well, let me finish. Let me I finish, am saying that there's definitely a racial thing with Jalen. Lamar probably, Jackson yeah. has been better than Josh Allen in like most things, like yards per attempt, like. Like I off the top of my head, that's what I'm gonna think of. But he's been better than Josh Allen in plenty of 
aspects, yet no one thinks Josh or Lamar Jackson is like good. People disrespect him left and right. Justin Herbert, who I've brought up on this podcast before, has never yeah, made stinks. has never made the fucking playoffs, and most people don't clown. He him might for be that. the most overrated on, player. In most the league, people yes. don't clown Can't him for confirm. that. Yet. Lamar Jackson gets constantly clowned for making the playoffs and losing with far less. I think there's no doubt that there there's racism involved. Yes, black black quarterbacks are held. They've to a always different, been disrespected. They're held to a different standard. It's actually fucking insane. It is, and it's showing with Jalen right now because they're so quick to suck off Brock Purdy after a couple games of success, surrounded by one of the best offenses in football with one of the best coaches in football. But have, they've discredited Jalen Hurts at every turn. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You, but you, it, it is the uh, the narrative. It's the Phil. It goes back to the Philadelphia thing too, man. Like you, he's got two things going against him. It's the 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 black quarterback thing where they all get overanalyzed and like critiqued for nothing, and the Philadelphia thing. So Jalen's got to deal with both of that. It, it, he's already he would get disrespected no matter what because he's because he's an eagle. I that's just me, and I don't care, Taylor. It doesn't bother me. It yeah. makes me hungry. Who are you trying to convince? Hungry dog rum faster. Just like what uh, Jason Kelsey said. <laughs> Wait, so that's my Jason Kelsey. You, you weren't impressed by anything Brock Purdy's done so far. It's not, I, that's not even my point. I don't mean that he hasn't looked fine. I mean mostly that, like, it's three games. Like, like, is Jalen Hurts not good enough for Taylor, these people? Yeah. Oh, Taylor, how both can you things analyze, can be true. But how can you analyze right. a quarterback no. based off of three games? Taylor, I agree. Because he's stepped up to a massive, like, there's but he no, also has no one of the best tight go, ends that gets wide You can't open crown him. Can I, I can't crown him has, anything. He hasn't on, earned on, anything. On, on. The question was to me, has, by the way. He also has CMC, who is one of the best running backs slash wide receivers slash quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm just, I'm just, I've like, seen the plays he's made. Well, They're yeah, yeah, really but I mean, good. he also misses plays too, like very okay. obvious plays. Like there was one over the middle to Ayuk that would have just like sealed off the game the other night. Could have been an eagle, by the way. Um, he he literally was coming over the middle wide open. He dumped it off the use check instead. Saw that earlier, and I was like, "Wow, that's fucking insane!" Like he yeah. isn't as good well, as dude, I think. Like, I, I I know, but yeah. it's like everybody's acting like he's a god, no, and Taylor was saying, "Well, like no, I know he's and, made great plays." And and I, I was like, go, "Yeah, he's missed plays too." But real quick, Vince, I just go like I can't go either way with it. Like I can't say he's great, and I can't say he's bad because first of all, he has the weapons, but you have to be able to perform with those weapons, and that that's that's also a thing. Like you have to be able to do your job, but it, I can't. Base anything off of this. I also just don't trust rookie size. quarterbacks in the NFL coming into the league. But what you said, that, like I agree with your point in general. The play on the field is one thing. I'm talking strictly about media narratives. J- Brock Purdy's playing fine. Yeah, he's making plays. Obviously, he's missing plays also. But the media overlooks all that. They overlook his cast. They overlook all of that stuff, and they're just like ready to crown on the next Tom Brady. Whereas Jalen Hurts all year has made amazing plays. And, like, being amazing, but the media for him is like, well, it's not even him. It's the team. Yeah. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. saying Brock Purdy is, like, horrible. Obviously, I don't think he'll come into the link. It'd be great. No. ESPN is Newsmax. I'm it. talking strictly about the media narrative. <laughs> the media narrative is... No, that's true. ...around Jalen is it's not him. There's and no the doubt. media narrative around Brock Purdy is he's the next fucking Tom he Brady. He is him. Yeah, I mean, listen, you like I said before, I can't, judge, I can't judge that guy either way yet. It's it's too Brock early. him, D. I, I, I am interested to see if he if he does, God forbid, because I, I mean, I don't think it happens. If he wins a playoff game, is, tr- is Trey Lance bye-byes? Oh, he's been done. Is he? I uh, know, but like, are they yes. going to move him? Yes. Is, is that going to be the final nail in the coffin? Goodbye. Who are the Niners it, projected to play at this point? I don't even know. I haven't really paid much attention. At this point, I'm, I'm not sure. But it could, I think they have the third it, best it could, overall Philadelphia, if, the, if it falls like that, then we could be an opponent. 
Like, can you imagine if it's Jalen Hurts against Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy wins that game at the link. No. At that point, that's a listen. Jumbo I don't. Blink. I know, but at that point, I go, okay, yeah. This is I a think real it's going to be hard. I think it would be hard for a veteran quarterback to come into Philly no, and I win a playoff game. The atmosphere is crazy. Like, well, Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk Cousins. You know. I, yeah. Prime time. I, I'm, football. I'm, All playoff games are prime time, Kirk. <laughs> I, I will tell you this: I'm more comfortable going against Kirk Cousins than I am against Brock Purdy. Just well, because of the unknown, like also, I've never seen him play in Philadelphia. Also, I'd say mostly because of the team, but no, yeah, I mean, I'd, listen, I'm more nervous about the defense and yeah. the actual guys. No, that no, are on but I'm just saying, like, if you're talking strictly based on quarterbacks, I go, I'm more afraid of Brock Purdy. As no. you can, as you can tell, I am of Kirk Cousins. I'm as just, you can tell, well, no, he has always Kirk collapsed Cousins. in every big moment. Brock Purdy is yet to have a big moment. But we don't know if he's going to collapse or not. I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I do. As, I mean, we don't know. As of right now, the Niners would play the Giants. The Giants? <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, they would Shav- play the Giants? Shavis. That whole Shavis. NFC East is in the playoffs. I know that. Uh, Chris Collinsworth so, kept talking uh, about, ah, NFC East is in the playoffs. Ah. Would you like to retract your statement that they won't no. win a playoff game? No, uh, they're going to win that one because I'll tell you, that, I'll tell you this. It's, Daniel it's either, Jones might be the worst the worst person I've ever seen. It's I, either that. I saw, I saw his post-game interview. He was like, yeah, I think we did great. And it's just like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> fuck you. You suck. Or the Bucks or the Commanders. Honestly, I think they. I think the Bucks commander, get uh, rolled by them just no, because. No, no, no. no yes. Nick Bosa is going to snap. The Bucks Brady already did yeah. get rolled by yeah. them. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know. Nick Bosa is going to snap Tom Brady's arm off. The Bucks oh, stink. Boy. I just think that there's like a chance Tom Brady could like be like, oh, I've never lost to the Cowboys. Like, let's just keep that going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you can tell uh, to wrap it back up to Eagles. Like, you can tell there's a serious lack of juice now for this Cowboys game because it's all gone now. I, yeah. I'm going to be happy either way because Christmas Eve's a big deal. Oh, I, yeah. I get ham- I'm I, I'm going to be hammered, and I'm just going to enjoy it's the sights just, and the it's sounds. It's just crazy how quick things change because this went from mm-hmm. the biggest game of the season to literally not mattering. Taylor, at do all. me a favor. Yeah. Can you look up real quick while we continue this banter who the commentators are going to be on Christmas Eve? Because I'm very curious about that. Me being this big media. Oh, is is that an NFL Network? Is game, it? Uh, no, I believe it is a, a Saturday, Fox probably. game. Yeah. I think it's a Fox game. No, it's on Saturday. Yeah, but I, I think it's going to be on Fox. It's NFL Network. NFL Network does so Saturday games. Probably I'm whoever, sure. whoever was with. Uh, I thought I saw it was a Fox game. Wait, Seamus is right. It is a Fox game. You, I mean, you guys are just taking the L after I just L. asked if it was on a Saturday. You just, right. you just it said is, that Brock Purdy would lose for, to the Giants. First of all, first of all it, it is it is on it. No, I took it back. I said that. The, no, but you said it first. I said Daniel. <laughs> you said I didn't it know first. that they could play the goddamn Giants. That shouldn't even be allowed. <laughs> I'm going to write a commissioner the the Goodell. That shouldn't be allowed. Like, dude, that, that, that is, Hey, you said it. They are. That's, you uh, said they were going to win a playoff game. I'll tell you what, I'm not I, watching it. No, I don't <laughs> know <laughs> watching that shit. I don't know how much uh, time we have left, but like, I well, I do want to do that uh, th- segment again, just like our own thoughts on yeah. topics at the end, because I have a rant prepared. Oh, you have this. a rant? Oh, dude, I have something that I am heated. Is about. this a, like? Are and you? It's, and it's something are, that is, is prob- it like keeping you up at night. Yeah, it's something that's probably going to be like minuscule to some people. Maybe some people in this room will feel me. It's on definitely this one. a liberal versus conservative no. type thing. I guess so. I guess I'll go first on this because I am. No, fired. you go last because you, right, yeah. you got yeah, the whole. I mean, if, if it's thing. a rant, I mean, you know. Yeah. All right, go we'll, ahead. We'll I want to hear. You know, Taylor, we'll start with you today. Anything <laughs> you want to talk about? I got one. If you don't, is there anything yeah, on ahead. your mind? All right. All right. So I got. I saw a thing today that James Harden's averaging thirty-eight point seven minutes a game. And Joel Embiid is averaging just under that with 37.6, I think it was. Uh, we got to fucking get those numbers down. Man. Yeah, it's <laughs> too much. These guys, these guys are going to fucking tire out It's not even playoffs. Christmas. Um, yeah, I know. That's concerning. It's like, all right, like I get we've had, what, three overtime games now, which is 
fucking stupid. Uh, which is insane. Wait, and every four, single one of them four, been, including last night? Every yeah. single one of them, win or lo- lose, has been ridiculous, yeah, by the way. So I just, we got to get those guys' minutes down. Like, we need Maxi back. This bench has got to step up a little more. Like, uh, it's just. Glenn it's, Rivers. Is it not Glenn Rivers needs to be fired. <laughs> Clo- oh, and I got the greatest, greatest Tab. Christmas gift this past week. By the way, too. I have one six say, in a row. Um, oh, no, I know. Say those things so you just the co- said again. The coach does coach the wins, too. Wait, just say saying. those things you just said again, but cl- everyone close your eyes and imagine we're in any year between now and when Doc Rivers was hired. It's oh, we need to get Joel's minutes down. We need our other star players' no, minutes down, and the bench <laughs> needs to step up. All right. Can I open my eyes? Is it? What year is it? Like, <laughs> oh. it's the same. Uh, it's, oh, I, no, I know. Yeah, it's but so annoying, isn't I, it? I was just thrilled because this weekend I got the greatest Christmas gift ever. I saw and it that. was a Doc Rivers dartboard. <laughs> it <laughs> says that? around the rim, it says Hall of Fame coach Glenn Rivers. And my buddy Jimmy Cassidy got it. Uh, I, it's it is it's got the one picture of him where he looks stupid on the sideline. Well, I like, mean, yeah. there's multiple. Oh I was gonna say God. he looks stupid in a lot. Of no, pictures. no, but it's the one Every that's used for the meme in. that everybody yeah. uses for the meme, and it was it is the greatest thing in the world. What so is I just give real quick? Like, why why does he always sound like he just smoked three packs of Marble Reds 100? Tell me, Ellen, on the sideline all the time. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely. I insane. still think my favorite Doc Rivers picture is the picture from the playoffs last year against playoffs against, against the Raptors, where he's just hunched oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, by but, uh, the way, he all constantly does that. He yeah, bends no, over it, all the it, time. It Holy shit! <laughs> but, oh my god! No, I just I just want to give Jimmy Cassidy, great friend of the Big show, a shout out, out because shout that out was Jimmers. that was probably the best white elephant gift ever. They yes, can see the tweets I, I like, dude. I'll tell you what. <laughs> all right, Seamus. I don't even care about that. What's your thought? He's, he's an ally. Seamus hey, liked him more after that. Yeah, dude. Like everyone gets horny. Seamus is like, all right, never mind. Don't fire. Everyone gets horny on Maine sometimes. I'm not worried. Yeah, especially you, because if we if we she is the target. God, God forbid, by the way, I ever like anything slightly horny, dude. The Twitter <laughs> algorithm is crazy with exposing that. Yeah. Like, when it's yeah. like, when it's like, I'll click follow- one fucking picture of a girl, no. and then all of a sudden it's just like fucking. And you got not even, no, 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 not even that. I mean, like, you know how like sometimes it'll be like one of your followers will be like blank, like for example, Seamus liked and show a tweet <laughs> that you didn't. It's always. No matter who Bad. it is, it's always horny. Yeah, it's yeah. never like it's never like oh. Uh, oh wait, no, the best is. I thought it, Elon took it, porn off Twitter. It, no, only child porn. Oh, <laughs> but no, when uh, it'll say like the topic is anime, and it's just like oh, yeah. a basically naked girl just has nothing to do with anime. They just have like a hashtag anime thing. I think Twitter's just like what the oh, yeah, that's fuck how, is like, going on here, dude. Like, not, for, not for nothing like go. that. That's because those girls like prey upon like those oh no yeah yeah like hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, it's they like, like, like uh, those girls will post like pictures with their big like fat ass and be like, "Do you want to come play Pokemon <laughs> Go Naruto. with me?" Yeah, no. And then it'll be like under the Pokemon <laughs> Go. Like, yeah, how many, how many times you know, I've like, been <laughs> tempted to like like a like a like a you know? All right, let me hear a, a thirst trap. Go on, go on your thirst, final thoughts because I have I have a, a rant to get to. All right, yeah. So, am I, are you recording? <laughs> so so I'm I'm looking through your like tweets, <laughs> ah, dude. I've been better lately. Uh, so ba- actually, I like I like the Tom McCarthy one. Dude, all right. So, <laughs> my my thought is, I I think everyone in this city kind of has to like calm down. And when I talk about everyone in this city, I'm talking about Philly's Twitter, because Philly's Twitter, ever since Trey Turner has been signed, there was kind of like a you know a nice moment where everyone was like, okay, let's go. We're excited about the Phillies. However, the last like five days, every single day. I've been seeing a lot of tweets about, like, the Phillies aren't doing enough in this offseason to correct the bullpen. Guys, here's what's going to happen. There's so much time. December. They, they signed a left-handed reliever. It's not even Christmas. His name's uh, Strom, another lefty in the bullpen, which is fine. You don't need more, by the way. People yeah, are like, we need another lefty. A lot of bullpens <laughs> don't have one lefty, and they're fine. 
We have two. Right. One of them was elite last year, and uh, Jose Alvarado suffered in the World Series. Um, you know, so I'm not worried about that. I think what the Phillies are going to do, which is what every uh, Major League Baseball team does, is with the bullpen, you kind of sign no-name guys. Andrew Bellotti, outside of his prison sentence, was a <laughs> no-name guy in, in the league. Like, nobody knew who outside of Tampa, nobody, and wherever he committed the crime, nobody knew who Andrew Bellotti was. He was just one of those guys that gets <laughs> his, signed. His victims, and family it works. Knew who <laughs> oh, I mean, they, was. okay. Outside of the people he murdered, family uh, involuntarily, uh, homicide, uh, manslaughter. No, but like good in caveat. All, in, all, in all serious, <laughs> in all serious. I, and Andrew, you know, people make mistakes. That was a, that, that was a big one though, and now he gets rewarded by being in the Phillies bullpen. Did a great job with us last year though. But no, seriously, here's my point: the Phillies are going to sign a couple. You know, no-name guys, like not for nothing, but some of these guys are no-name. Innings eaters. Innings eaters. Yeah. But some of them turn into gems. Some of them turn into... Got to find a diamond in the you, rough. You have to find, a cu- hopefully, a couple diamonds in the rough. And you have a lot of guys in the farm, like uh, McGarry, like uh, there, there's another another guy named Miller down there who's uh, projected to be a reliever for us. So we have some in-house options on the farm, not to mention a lot of the guys that stepped up last season, like Sam Coonrod did for a little bit. And uh, this this skinny this skinny guy, what the hell was his name? Uh, Brogdon, yeah, who actually Connor. who actually figured it out. Um, and Nick I, Nelson actually pitched Nick Nelson pitched fine in the, somehow in the well in the playoffs. You know, listen, I'm not worried about it. Uh, I, I think the Phillies are going to be fine, and and stop complaining about Dave Dombrowski, who literally is uh, God. Of, yeah, he's amazing. GM. We have Trey fucking Turner and Bryce Harper on the same team. Absolutely. Go ahead, Vince. We're like the Nationals five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> right. if, and guess what? If they kept Juan Soto and like everybody up, Max Scherzer, they would have been a fucking oh, dynasty. So, know. you know. All right. Let me have this for a minute. I Because right. it's something I've been heated about. <laughs> and if you guys know where this is going, don't like interject and ruin the point. But Should I'm going to set the, No, I'm going to set the stage <laughs> a little bit. So on Saturday, there was a primetime football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. And uh, in the second half of that game, uh, the snow started coming down pretty heavy. And uh, uh, I know where, I know where during that game, there were some times where the Miami Dolphins were on a drive and they made it into the red zone. And they ran some plays in the red zone where during the play, like during the play, snowballs were hurled at the players during the play. Was there alcohol being sold in the stadium? So um, while this was happening, the you know, the stadium put up something telling them not to do it, and, like, the ref said that there will be a 15-yard penalty if they do. I want to talk more about how on... That's uh, so funny. I want to talk more... <laughs> I Fan wanna, interference. I would like to talk about how on social media and with commentators and all the media, like, for example, Bleacher Report puts up, like, oh, my God, the Bills fans throwing snowballs, like laughing emojis. ESPN, oh, my God, they had to ask the Bills fans to stop throwing snowballs, laughing emojis. It's funny. It's funny to everybody, right? Harmless. But we, Philadelphia Eagles fan base, still gets shit from throwing snowballs at Santa Claus 60 fucking years ago. Batteries in those snowballs. I don't give a fuck what they were. Batteries was JD Drew. Let me finish because it's fucking, I'm so mad about this. I I know that no one else is. I'm pissed off. Why do we (laughs) still get shit for throwing whatever at some drunken idiot dressed up like Santa, but it's funny and it's quirky when the Bills, shut the fuck up. It's funny and it's quirky when the Bills throw snowballs at players during the fucking play. 
Why is that funny and quirky? Everyone just wants to suck and fuck the Bills Mafia. Bills Mafia, like, oh, yeah. They're oh, good the, fans. The Bills, they're passionate they're, fans. They're so cool and they're so passionate and everything. Western they fucking, New York, brother. Everything they do is quirky and it's fun. But if this Small was Philly, town. if that happened here, you'd hear about it for fucking ever. And we know that because we have documented proof of that. Yeah. So I just want to know why it's such a double standard and why everyone wants to fucking appease to the Bills Mafia so much. Fuck them. We're from Philly. Fuck <laughs> no, no. Philly. See, I'm not. I, I, I no longer sustain to that. I want to be liked. I have a deep desire to be liked. All right, you're a so so You're not from Philly, then. But no, it's am I am I alone in this? This is from Fox. G. I just don't really. No, no, no. Care, See, so, right, you you don't. My take. You don't think it's annoying. You want to hear my Hold take? On. You don't no, think it's I'm, annoying I'm that over we get this shit, <laughs> but they don't. Vince, I'll give you my take real quick. Listen, we're never gonna live down the Sandy Claus thing ever. It's never gonna go away. Everybody's gonna do their shit. People are gonna throw snowballs at at uh, yeah. at Josh Allen. And I'll, at, listen, and I'll be here to be fucking mad I, about. I it. think it's funny that Bills Mafia, which by the way is a great fan base, yeah, I love that. they are a great yeah, fan sure, base. There's no like, doubt. They shouldn't be able to just get away with whatever I they want. I agree. There's a fucking bias in the in the press. But it's always going to be the case. That's why I'm honestly over it. That could have impacted. That literally, for no no exaggeration, could have impacted the place. Oh, they were man. get shit was being thrown on the field during red zone plays. It's water. Seamus, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Shit was being thrown yeah, through the air on plays in the red zone. Yeah, but football players. You guys wouldn't be mad. Football no. players. You guys wouldn't be mad that. if this happened against the Eagles. No, no, no. no but football players can no. take that. But like, okay, imagine like Santa was unprotected. I, I think it's funny. Guys, I'm not saying like it was gonna hurt them, but you could be distracted by no. something flying through the air. I, but I think you're more upset about the double standard. I don't think you give a shit about. No, no. Oh, this could impact the play. I think literally, I'm 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 affected by the double standard because of how stark the difference is. One was snowballs at some drunk idiot fan, and the other is snowballs at players and other teams during plays. Uh, Vince, I agree with you that there is a double standard, but I just don't care anymore. But imagine if this week, imagine if imagine if it snowed in Dallas. Imagine if it snowed in Dallas and fucking snowballs were being hurled during Eagles red zone plays. But it can't snow in Dallas. (laughs) They're in a dome. Whatever. You wouldn't, I'm just, okay, they're not Dallas. Sorry. Any other game where the Eagles are away and it's snowing. And let's say Buffalo for this, uh, for an interleague play. I would be heated. (laughs) I would be mad. I'd be like, fuck, they need to fucking stop that. Oh yeah, I'd be mad if it was against our team. Team, I would no, but I would only be mad if against our team mad. if it impacted a play. Yeah, yeah. I would I mean it'd be like, guys, what the fuck? But as far on, as like, I know, it didn't impact any play. <laughs> I'm saying it could No, have. it certainly but could. But it didn't. No, Vince, and I understand there's a lot of people upset about the double standard, but I just it don't seems care. like I'm the only one. I don't care anymore. I, I don't give a shit. I, mean, yeah, I, I have like, one focus, and that is winning the goddamn Super Bowl well, this yeah, year. Yeah, but like I can still I, be mad about no, other things. Absolutely. Dude, I I understand why you're upset. I just personally don't give a fuck. They, yeah. they, listen, yeah. Bills Mafia is literally, I, I, and this might get me in trouble, but Bills Mafia is the same fan base as the Eagles as far as passion goes. They get away with shit because they're not Philadelphia. Because they're media darlings. Because for some reason, everyone's like, oh, because, they're so quirky and fun. Because your boys over at Barstool absolutely publicized the absolute shit out of them. Yeah, but they've always and made them but, into the no, media yeah, darlings. No, but it's they've annoying. always been recognized <laughs> as a great fan base. I mean, there's no doubt. Sure. No, no, no. But like, it's over the past like 10 years, ever since Barstool started like publicizing the shit out of them. Maybe. That's when. But like, I'm convinced they that Bill's Mafia. Everybody. I don't know. I'm convinced Bill's Mafia could like 
beat the fucking shit out of an opposing fan at like a tailgate. Oh, totally They would just laugh. 100%. Yeah. Uh, like, oh my. They could they could they could shoot someone in the no, head and everyone dude. be like, "Oh, oh my god, god, they're just so passionate." No, yeah, <laughs> he's right. Yeah, if they murdered people, they would get Dude, I, I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm over exactly like Donald Trump said I could yeah. go on Fifth Avenue and assassinate people and Trump would still be loved. That dog. might be true though. Yeah, no, that would be dog, you, that's a bad true. example. That people, happened in the boys. Yeah. You have people that like came to Philly for a game being like, "Oh my god, the experience is so bad. Like they cursed me out." And like like that gets like everyone's like, "Oh my god, those Philly fucking scumbags." Right. Right. But another oh, yeah. team on primetime television, their fans are throwing snowballs at players during the it's fucking game. No, right, there, there, there should. <laughs> it's not like it's rocks. There should be some. It's a, there a should be some game. nuance. There's definitely scumbags in the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt. Let's not get it. Yes. Yes. We had a jail at the vet for how many years? <laughs> a jail. But there's scumbags in every fan base, and we are so overly like given that reputation. No, no, I agree. own it. Who fucking I, cares, dude? I'm at the point, man. <laughs> have I not made it clear I care? I, yes, I, but I, it's we dumb don't. to care. I'm saying. No, I don't think Let it's it dumb to care. I, no, as, as Elsa says, Vince, I understand. <laughs> in I, I'm not like don't care, like because you can care because like I, it's obviously it's frustrating. Okay. But to me, it isn't anymore because I don't give a fuck. Dude. I don't like double standards. <laughs> but, but, dude, have you ever been to Wing Bowl? Yeah, I, you don't remember <laughs> have you it. Been yes, to sure. wing, wait, have you been to Wing Bowl? I'm, I'm just saying, listen. Famous? Walk into the Wells Fargo Center five years ago for Wing Bowl when they used to have it. And, you know, I mean, that, that's, it makes sense. that's who we are. <laughs> but well, let's be honest. Not for nothing. The, when, okay, when was the last time Philadelphia threw things on the field during the game at, pl- at opposing players? I, I don't remember the last time, Probably but I'm Benson. sure it's uh, Trash, yeah. Bet, or, no, no, no. Somebody Russell Westbrook? On, uh, Russell Westbrook, yeah, last oh, yeah, year. I'm, ta- well, I'm talking about, well, that, that's scumbag shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is very top-tier scumbag and shit, and I agree. Thing. But I'm saying, like, during a game. Somebody threw a beer, a Phillies fan threw a beer bottle yeah. at Ryan Howard, his own player. <laughs> That was his franchise player. He threw a beer bottle at him. Was that before or after he died? Uh, Howard was on the way out. You know, (laughs) he was, it was, you know, one of the horrible. He was in his twilight. (laughs) He should have been traded seven years prior. I might watch, I might be too much more online than you guys or watch too much more, too much more ESPN. You're just more woke. Like, this shit pisses me off because I can easily imagine what the reaction to this would have been if it happened here. We all know what it would have been. But yeah. I, I just and that it doesn't bother me anymore like, because you just gotta but, own it. But Vince, it's never going to change. You you yeah. even have allies at ESPN that still <laughs> run with the, the Kevin Nagandis of the world. Is he is he trying to change ESPN to be more nice to Philadelphia? No. It's always well, going to be a thing. You guys don't have to agree. I just wanted to get that out there. Hey, listen, if you agree with me on this one, please, like, when you listen to this podcast, let me know because I felt like I'm fighting a one-man battle here. Vince, I've seen multiple tweets saying, can you imagine if this happened in Philadelphia? It would have been the exact opposite reaction. No one, by the, like, what? No one media. says You're not alone. No one says, "Oh, the Bills fans are like, like real classy Bills fans." No one said that, uh, dude. I'm sure people said. Yeah, there was definitely people uh, saying. There's uh, not a single but, doubt in my mind. But not nationally, that. of course. Right. That's what know. I'm talking. I'm talking about some random Twitter troll. But, I'm but to be fair, about a national. No, but, but here's the thing. Narrative. All right, real quick, and I'm not saying that there is no uh, double standard because there is. We we yeah. know it. We see it. However, there was not one fan base that was blown more during that postseason than the Philadelphia Phillies fan base by the national media. Every single national, every national guy said, holy shit, Philly is We're talking about something different here. The Philly... the, 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 under the Eagles have a different. Have it both Eagles ways. fans have a different and worse reputation than any other Philadelphia fans. I don't I, know. We did throw like, batteries at Obviously, Drew. there's a lot of overlap. He was a baseball player. Yeah, but you barely even hear. You don't hear about that nearly as much as the snowballs at Santa. I think it's about fifty-fifty. 
I'm just saying. Nah, you hear about the snowballs you, in Santa? Way I, I hear that. I get that there's, I get there's overlap because we're all Philadelphia sports. And fans. the fucking Dave Portnoy pizza review with uh, with uh, Bryce Harper and and Kevin Hayes of the Flyers. Well, why? Uh, Why? Because Bryce Harper's a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, but but Bryce said, "I'm sick of hearing about the batteries." That was years ago. I, yeah. I listen. I also get Bryce. I get ultimate pander. <laughs> there's overlap True. because we all watch all the sports teams. But I don't think it's a hot take to say like Eagles fans are looked at as more trashy. No, hundred percent. Sixers. Well, because Flyers they, they did have a, it's true. They did That's have a jail. I've I've heard stories. Not for nothing, Vince. I've heard stories from people that were actually at the bet 700 level before our time that said it was absolutely insane and dangerous, even for fellow Eagles fans. The vet back in the day was a totally different. It was it was a monster. Okay, the people that went to those games were were just savages. From what I've heard, from people that have been there, from grandparents and friends, and you know my friends' grandparents and aunts and uncles that told me it was literally friends who are grandparents. It was literally like like just savagery. My dad, my dad took me to one Eagles game when I was eight at the vet, and and that was the only game I went to. (laughs) Yeah, so I mean, like that. But but Vince, do you understand? Like that is where this reputation comes from. It comes from the animals that were our ancestors. But can you not? Not a- us. Can you not acknowledge you could fucking easily do the same thing in most not other as fun. football stadiums? Not as fun. Hold on, but no, no. I'm saying the whole like, oh, we had a jail in the vet. Like, yeah, because we like they put it there. You could do that. <laughs> they put it there for a reason, my guy. They you could judge there. I guarantee you. They had. They paid a judge. Because there was so much shit going I down. I guarantee you could do the same thing with any other fan base. Philadelphia was worse back with in most. the day. It was worse back in the day, man. Trust me. I got all, sources. All fans suck. Yes. <laughs> Boom. But no, it's just that there's scumbags but in every are, fan base, but we are looked at as all scumbags. Because we are reaping the... the Fuck yeah, we are. We, we are paying for the sins of our fathers. That's Come on, baby. Oh our father's Let's go, baby. We're fucking scumbags. Fucking fat idiot. There you go. Santa Claus. You there you go. Look up the stories about, like, you can go online and read some stories about the 700 level. I hope that the guy dressed like that guy dressed like Santa that the snowballs thrown at him. I hope he went on the live a terrible life. I think he yeah. fucked that dude. I think just, he died like, like that the guys day. Fucking I think we killed him. <laughs> Good. Fuck that dude. He wow. ruined it. He ruined us. And there's that Philly he's scumbag. Let's go. There's that Philly attitude. <laughs> we got him back. He, he if we got him Yo, back. If Vince sees that Santa Claus on New Year's <laughs> against the Saints, he, oh, will, he, he will show violence. He's beating Vince, his ass. Vince is okay with Santa Claus dying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Vince will commit violence. You guys were just saying, oh, they're just snowballs. Weren't you? Weren't you just saying that? Well, you're the one that said to be okay yes. if he died. <laughs> they... Never mind. You must have a brick in uh, those balls. I'm, I'm ready to leave. Are you guys ready to leave? I'm ready to Wait, we got to get Taylor's thoughts. Yeah. yeah. Trade Joel Embiid. Suck my fucking dick. Taylor. Wait, why? <laughs> he's going to request a trade for himself anyways. Why, yeah. why Why would you trade Joel Embiid, Taylor? Because he's going to ask for uh, Well, yeah, it's he's not going to make it past second round again because he's never healthy for a playoff run and your return for an all-star. Is that an all-time high? Can I look respond? At, look, well, can I finish? Yeah, let sure. me finish. Yeah. yeah, look at Rudy Gobert and look at Anthony Davis. Those are the two most recent big men that were traded for a massive trade. Yeah, I, I just dis- I disagree with that. I, I I still think the Sixers have a window right now, and you you have listen. Just hear me out real quick. It's is, is Joel to, beat on this you, on on the Sixers next year? Yes, I, I okay. believe yeah. I believe so. Okay, you know why? Because and th- and this might be like psychosis of being a Sixers fan. But I, uh, I'm trying to look at it objectively, and I've been doing better at watching like the league this year. I've been trying to like figure everything out. I, I even pay for the NBA shit now, so I can watch some games. I think objectively, if Embiid stays healthy, 
if James Harden stays healthy, if they all stay healthy, we get Maxi back for the rest of the year, no problems, I think this team has the bones to make a run. I don't think anything has changed. I don't think anything has changed for, from last year when we also well, we got better than, than we we got better. Boston is at an all-time offense rating, you, you, and they don't even have the best last defense. You, you can you can, four. Taylor, you can't look at the you can't you can't compare them right now. You you have this season right now where they have the bones to make a run. They have a better bench than they did last year. That you get in the full season of James Harden. Tobias Harris is on his way to having a career year. And if that keeps up, then I think this this team definitely has a chance to go to at least an Eastern Conference final. I I, I think they do. Uh, whether they beat whoever we play in the ECF, I, I I can't say. But listen, I think this team has the bones to to make to make a run at a championship. God, the, God the, bless the your optimism. Stinks. The bench is not good. I don't know. I've been watching. It, I mean, I've been I've been watching all it's year. It's the same so. problem we've had. I don't uh, think it's that the bench is not good. I just don't think Doc does a great uh, job of running well, things. Yeah. <laughs> also, Doc Rivers is still our coach. Also, and, and, and also not a great night. Also, the bench not, is, not a great night for Melton last night, but he's been unbelievable. Yeah, but I, also the thing with the bench too is like they just missed basically a full month and some change of Harden. And he was the one and running that bench. Bede was out too. Both of them were out. But what happened last night? As soon as Harden and that second unit came in, they fucking went up twenty five. Yeah, and by the way, th- there's that officiating. <laughs> so, oh, so, so you're with garbage. me? Trade to garbage. Win. No, no. I, Guys, I, I'm I, saying I think this team has the bones. I'm I saying that the bench go. will be good. I have to take not not take Taylor side in the trade you all thing, but definitely in the cynical like sixer. Like I. But, I, but but dude, what is the point? And always, oh, we're not going to do anything unless the duck goes. No, we're not going to do anything with Embiid. What's oh, he's going to get hurt. So are we being enjoy, homers or are we being realistic? We're, we're enjoying the run, dude. This is their. Are fu- we being homers we, this, or are we being realistic? This, the Sixers have not had this opportunity. They were not built this well. They haven't been built this well to make a championship run. Yes, they like what, like no, when they had no, Jimmy Butler. No. All right, whatever. They should have won that, dude. Yeah, they that was that was okay, their window. All right, they should have. But dude, let's look. This is our team right now, dude. Whatever's going to happen with Embiid is going to happen with Embiid. Daryl Morey sure ain't going to trade him unless he demands it, which he could at the end of the season. Why not enjoy this? That is 100% coming, and they, I They've don't been doing well it. lately. Let's enjoy the ride. See what happens. It's so fucking early, dude. It's it so early. early. It's so early. People always say, don't watch don't watch the NBA. Don't pay attention until after Christmas. You've not said even that. Cri- it's not even Christmas. <laughs> It's you, not even Christmas. Say, you have, uh, you have said that. Shame. No, no that, I know, but he actually enjoys but, but watching do you understand it what I'm This saying? is when he didn't right. like watching no, basketball. But, but do you understand what I'm saying, though? I'm not saying they're a championship team right now. I'm saying they have the bones to be a championship team. They they have to get in a rhythm. They're yet to... They're not in a rhythm in their winning games right now, okay? It's, Listen, it also is worth... you got to get Tyrese Maxey back. The, our starters, our actual starters, have to get time to, to develop something, to it, develop some chemistry, man. It's, and they can win despite Doc, beyond, in spite of Doc Rivers. Beyond, they can win. Beyond Doc Rivers and beyond the bench problems, what Taylor said is also worth noting. Joel Embiid is never healthy in the playoffs. Whether it's his fault or not, I know that people will yeah, be like, well, ball. "What was he supposed to do?" But what was he supposed to do last year when his face got broken? Do you know what's going to happen in the can spring? You, can, I, can, I, can I? Yeah, can he's going to get injured. Can I actually talk? Yeah, sure. He's. I'm just saying, historically speaking, every single playoff run we've made, at some point, he got hurt or he couldn't go. It just it happens every single he, year. He misses so, games. So, so just blow, so so just blow it up. No, tra- trade your no, franchise, but, but I'm blown up. I'm saying, let's go through another process. Seamus, it's hard for me to get excited. No, seriously, let's go. Can, can I fucking talk? Bring Spencer Halls back. It's hard for me to get excited when the bench sucks again. Doc Rivers they is all the coach. They don't suck. And so. Joel Embiid 
is gonna probably get fucking hurt. Do yourself a favor. Watch some games, dude. Watch. I, no, 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 no. No, seriously. You do yeah. actually need to watch. Some watch, games. watch. Do me a favor. <laughs> this is how you're and I'm not right calling now. you out. I'm just begging you. Watch. I, watch seven games in a row. If you have to record them due to work or whatever, do it. And in your free time, watch it. Because this bench does not suck, dude. There's some players that I don't like. That's every bench in the league is going to have somebody that's going like like a Trez. He stinks. But if Doc Rivers doesn't know how to use the bench, and Daniel like, House, then, then, is that going to? Do you guys think that's going to change something? Doc Rivers has never done well. Is going to suddenly change and he's going to become good at it? I, I think they can win in something of Doc he's Rivers. never I'm so, done. I'm sorry. I genuinely think that I can, it, I, they, they can win. win. Something Doc Rivers hasn't done in his last, I don't even maybe never being good at managing the bench. Have you listened to any of overreaction recently? Dude. Just do saying. I give a fuck? With you? Do I honestly what, no, care no, no, no. what he's saying, though? No, 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 no. But, no, a, a legitimate quote, not one of his joke quotes. They asked him what he did at the end of a game to ensure they won the game, and he said, I didn't listen to Doc. That's fucking great. <laughs> Stop listening to Doc. And that, do and your that, own thing. And Take that's, charge of games. That's why that's I think perfect. they can win in spite of Doc Rivers. Listen, I'm I'm not saying Joel Embiid is 100% going to end up getting hurt, but, like... Nobody knows. I'm just saying that every single fucking year... It happens every year. Yeah, there's no doubt. I'm not denying that. Right. So like, but we I, don't know what's going to happen. Am this I year, wrong, dude? Dude, like that's like, fucking like if if every time my dad walked into my room, he smacked me in the face every time. Eventually, I'm every time he walks in the room. I'm very I, specific I'm example just, here. I, I was gonna say Seamus, but I was like, why would Seamus walk in my room? But like, never at, at some point, I'm gonna be sitting there and I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, when my dad gets home, he's gonna smack me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he won't that day, like but I'm still expecting it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to yeah, be talking Yeah, this is how we should end the show. <laughs> Abuse. I was going to say Seamus, but why would Seamus be walking into my room? I'm going to have a fine media police officer. Do you get what I'm saying, <laughs> go though? Go back to your house with you. Do you get what I mean? He's going to leave with ink off. Yeah, oh, Vince, we know what you mean. In the waiting, <laughs> I might be like, oh, maybe it won't happen today. No, I understand. But like, listen, I'm I, uh, expecting you to. Vince, I understand that there's frustration real quick. I, you guys I, never I, heard I, of I, a fucking metaphor. No, but that was just a funny I understand. It was oddly specific. I understand there's frustration within the Sixers fan base, okay? Because every year it's the same thing. It's a second round exit. Dude, you gotta get yourself, out of here. Do yourself a favor. Enjoy this, dude. It's hard to. It, just enjoy it. Enjoy the run. They're going to go on a run. They're going to be there in the spring. They're going to be there. So you might as well. Fa- dude, we're going to fa- let's fast. Since you like to fast forward to MB's face falling off, um, like, like it always does. Um, Did he meet Mr. Love let, let, let's, let's pretend we're Let's pretend we're in the springtime. The Sixers are on a run. They're, they're guaranteed a, a good seating in the playoffs. You're not going to be like, play the song, Tunis. You're not gonna be. You're not gonna come out to the bar with us and watch the games. Celtics, you're not gonna be excited. Celtics bucks. Or are you gonna be with Colton, your friend Colton, and go root for the Clippers? What the happens Clippers. when Jason Tatum turns? I'm just his saying. ACL. You're gonna have fun with it when it happens. There's no point in stressing out about it right now. Watch, watch some games. You're gonna, you're gonna think more highly of the bench. I'm not, I'm not saying they're great. You're gonna think a little more highly of the bench than what you're saying right now, okay? Because they're not, you know, they're, they're not causing them to lose games. I, that's all I'm saying. I think this team is in a good spot. I know Boston, I know Milwaukee, but they're in a good spot right now. And I think that they can make a run, man. I, I, that's why, what's the point in saying, ah, uh, he's going to, you know, Pascal Siakam's going to rip his face off. There's no point in going there. Just enjoy the I'm ride, even, man. I'm, uh, no, I'm, Look at me with the Phillies. You guys were like, oh, dude, they're <laughs> never going to make the playoffs. They went to a World Series, man. I know the NBA's different. I know it is. But I think the Sixers actually have the talent to go to make a deep playoff run, man. I think I think they really won the. I think I know Maury wants to. 
And and you don't know what he's going to do to upgrade the bench. Hopefully oh, yeah. he doesn't bring in uh, Macaulay that. Culkin again like he did last year. That was a disaster. Uh, Stein or whatever. Max Stein. Weinberg or whatever. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin is Willie Culkin. He's been calling Stein. him Macaulay whatever. Culkin ever well, since he we sucked. got him last year. He played year. about, what, two minutes? Willie and Macaulay Culkin Stein. But I don't think he's he's not going to bring in that clown again. So <laughs> hope, he might trade for DeAndre Jordan. You know? I mean, DeMar Rosen and Zach Levine are apparently unhappy in Chicago. Yeah. Just saying. Jay Crowder wants to be a sixer. Nah, he wants to be a Laker. Can we? Yeah. Jay Crowder. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. Thank do you very Vince, much for listening. Vince, lock your meets. bedroom door, please. <laughs> yeah, Vince, Vince uh, please feel free I to call meant. if you need anything. All right. By the way, the Sixers um, should pay me for tonight. Once right. again, thank you very much to Jim Gardner for years and yep. years of service to the Philadelphia area. Respect the stash. We love the hell out of you. Also, fucking Anchorman was a great movie. You always do a great job behind that. And so, isn't it crazy that no. tomorrow Jim Gardner's uh, last day, and we got mm-hmm. Gardner Minshew also have, yeah. has a mustache that you know it can, can lock up <laughs> a right, one right. seat for nothing. Us. Nothing to do with Philly, but I, as a college football fan, R.I.P. Mike Leach. Yeah, rest in peace. He was a funny man. Mm-hmm.